Welcome to the Connect Extension podcast brought to you by the eExtension Foundation. eExtension is a membership-based nonprofit designed to be the engine fueling U.S. Cooperative Extension's advancement and making a more visible and measurable impact in support of education outreach from land-grant universities and colleges located in every state and territory. E-Extension is embedded in the U.S. Cooperative Extension System and serves on the Extension Committee on Organization and Policy. It provides an array of opportunities for extension professionals that foster innovation creation, the adoption of innovations at member institutions, and increased impact of extension programs. This work is supported by membership dollars and funding from USDA National Institute of Food and Agriculture, grant number 2019-41595, Three zero one two four. I'm Aaron Wybie, your host for today's podcast. Really excited today to have Diana Urieta. She's the senior director, co-developer, and extension specialist for the Juntos program out of North Carolina State University. And Diana and her team are one of eight new technologies for ag extension projects with the e-extension foundation for 2020 to 2021. So we get to work closely with her and her team on helping them reach their goals in this project through our different services. And in past episodes, I've described some of those services to you. We have a marketing service. We have partnership development, digital engagement, publishing, professional development, leadership development. So all those things that we bring to each of these new technologies for ag extension projects to help them move forward and accelerate towards that greater local impact. So welcome, Diana. Can you briefly describe the Juntos program? Absolutely. So Juntos, which is together in Spanish, the translation is a um, Latino, Latinx, Hispanic family empowerment program. The program serves immigrant families with a mission of increasing high school graduation rates and providing parents and youth with the knowledge and resources needed to guide their path towards higher education. Um, The program meets its mission through four program components. The core of the program, which is family engagement, 4-H clubs, academic success coaching, and a summer uh, academy that is usually uh, taken place at the land-grant university. All four components are rooted on an evidence-based strategies and practices to address the assess needs of uh, closing the chif- achievement gaps between this population and white students, increasing high school graduation rates, increasing enrollment in AP honors courses, and increasing college enrollment and degree completion among this population. This is already an established national project. Could you tell us what you'd like to accomplish this year? Sure. So currently, yes, we are uh, 12 states made up of professionals and leaders from land-grant universities within Extension. And we've all said yes to Juntos, that we, there's a true need for a program like Juntos in our states. So the development of common measures for understanding program outcomes is the focus for 2020-2021 
goals. Um, and really, we want to grow the sustainability efforts. And we also want to ensure that the program is meeting the needs of our youth. So this uh, uniform data is intended to strengthen best practices by uh, extension educators and uh, partnering systems with working with the Latinx, Latino, and Hispanic communities. So what extension best practices for working with the Latinx communities are emerging? Uh, This is where I get excited about the work that's happening in the field. So one of the things that we're seeing in in Juntos, just the sustainability uh, of Juntos is bringing bilingual and bicultural staff into extension. Uh, being that we're serving an immigrant population, uh, whether it's re- recent e- immigrants to third, second generation immigrants, you know, we're able to really embrace a culture within the population and their language. So uh, this has just been a tremendous wealth, I think, to the extension community because we've also been able to bring a knowledge to those within extension who may not have been exposed to bilingual and bicultural programming. And then the other thing that I see emerging is an understanding of how youth development can include the whole family. And so within Juntos, we embrace including uh, the parents in some of the projects that the youth choose to embrace and do uh, throughout their um, club experience. Even though we've had times where we have felt that, wow, should we separate the parents at this point from the students in our uh, family engagement activities, it's been the parents that have come to us as leaders and said, why are you separating us, right? Um, This is an opportunity for us to be together and learn together. So so that has been just a journey that we've been able to walk through as a program and and it's emerging, right? It's it's the community telling us what what they want um, out of programming. The other thing is, the opportunity, I should say, the space that Juntos provides for that young person to embrace the, their cultural identity from homeland that they hear about when they go back to their homes, um, that they can embrace it while they're also a part of a new culture that is new to the parents that they go to every night after school. So it really is an opportunity to bring parent and youth again together around um, two cultures that are merging and have real conversations about what's so cool about being part of both, right? And so giving a space for that and having our kids say that, yeah, I love cheeseburgers and I also love mole, you know, things like that, that, you know, maybe in the past they were like, ooh, well, people don't know what mole is, so I should probably not mention it at all. 
So I just love the empowerment that takes place uh, within the families to embrace who they are. And then I think the other thing would be the power of word of mouth. So, you know, I came to this country personally at the age of six and I grew up in, in this system and have, I think at this point, understood how things run. Um, it wasn't until college that I learned about extension. It wasn't until this position that I understood that there was an extension office in every county and that it was there to serve the community. And so I, I really see the benefit of bringing these Juntos families together and working with those extension um, offices to really share the good work that is happening in extension and for them to embrace it. And it can only happen through a process of building trust and relationships. And so if that extension um, office is willing to take the time to go through that process, then I think beautiful things can happen. Um, so that's been really encouraging to see. And then also to continue on with that, just the deep conversations that are happening around this term of traditional 4-H versus Juntos 4-H. And what is that, you know? And so, you know, one, one of the things that Juntos has focused on in, in regards to Juntos 4-H clubs is how uniquely intertwine the history of 4-H is with the immigrant story of how it was the youth that have brought this new information to the parents, right? And I think that that happens a lot within our um, immigrant youth community, where it is the youth that have this knowledge and they are having to be the ones that bring it to the parents. But how do we come together and walk through the path of, for us, academic success together as a family? So being able to have those deep conversations about you know, how 4-H embraces uh, juntos and, and how also another example that I can give is to think differently, you know, like, do we need to continue to, to think about traditional 4-H and juntos 4-H as separate units? Or do we say, okay, at our awards ceremony, our awards might look a little bit different because Juntos is embracing and doing different projects that, that are maybe not the traditional, but they're still achieving uh, excellence. So those are the things that get me excited personally about uh, what we're learning and best practices that can help others um, within our system. I get the sense that this is something you are very passionate about. So what are your greatest hopes for this effort? So at the end of the day, um, you know, we hope that this project will continue to unify, strengthen, and grow the National Juntos Program. So that's my greatest hope. Um, we have some amazing uh, professionals that are committed to the work. And we have an opportunity to bring them all together and sh share expertise and experiences. And, you know, our main goal is really creating an evaluation tool that is, again, culturally responsive while showing the impact um, in the youth 
family and systems that support academic success, like K through 12 systems, right? And then, you know, some of the goals that even USDA has in, in extension, which is, you know, just uh, customer service within the, the people that we serve and, and that it has to be quality and just expand the workforce development and economic mobility among a growing population, right? And also just looking at research-based youth development and how can we bring more to that research, right? Within the practices that Juntos uh, brings to the table. So really it's about capturing the story um, and hopefully the story that we capture is one that can also benefit um, the work that will continue with other populations within extension. So being able to take this full scale <laughs> implementation and embedding it into in Juntos as, as a fundamental element of youth programming across the land grant um, university landscape. Uh, and so that's, that's our goal, humble goal, because we know it's a process, it doesn't just happen in a day. So we're excited about the work that will continue. Do you have any takeaways thus far? So as a NTAE project, I'm just feeling very grateful right now um, and thankful, same word, right? But in, in a different way, it, it really has been just an awesome experience to have mentors, uh, catalysts, colleagues um, who are focused on taking this journey with Juntos to ensure that the program thrives. And, um, you know, that's not something that we've had in the longevity of the program. Uh, and so to have it at a very in-depth and focus level and having, um, again, just mentors and colleagues that we can trust to provide those expertise that maybe we were missing in the past and, and just so that we can perfect the program overall has just been a really neat experience. Honestly, as, as a Juntos leader, I'm still getting used to uh, the resources and support that, that are there uh, because of this initiative. So I continue to see Juntos as a team effort and I'm just excited that the people that we've come across because of the NTAE award are joining us in, in that team. Well, Diana, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing the work that's going on with the Juntos program. We're excited to keep supporting your effort and looking forward to 2021 with you. For our listeners, just a reminder, if you're interested in becoming one of our new technologies for ag extension projects for 2021 to 2022. That nomination process will open this spring and you can stay up to date with that through Connect Extension at connect.extension.org or on our website at extension.org. I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day and a great rest of your week. We'll see you on the next episode.